Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Ohio Huntsman Podcast with your hosts, Jason, Jacob, and Jeff. And today's episode is sort of our stories from turkey camp. We went down to our hunting cabin in southeast Ohio and did some turkey hunting. And if you've been following us on social at all, you may or may not have seen the the outcomes of that. But uh, before we get into that, I want to talk about our sponsor. Our sponsor for this podcast for Ohio Huntsman is Monster Whitetail Grub. You've heard us talk a lot about Monster Whitetail Grub. They're a great company. They're a great Ohio company, and they make a great deer feed product. So right now is a good time to be getting feed out for antler growth, getting mineral out for antler growth. So they sell a high-protein feed. They sell flavored corn. They sell just straight mineral. Their high-protein feed has mineral mixed in, so you kind of get the best of both. And like I said, right now, antlers are starting to grow. Fawns will be dropping. So it's a great time to get the nutrition out for your deer, get the nutrition out for antler growth. And so if you're interested in any of that, there'll be a link in our show notes to Monster Whitetail Grub's Facebook page. That's the best way to kind of get a hold of them and reach out to them if you are interested in some of their product. And so with that, I'm sitting here watching the rain. I don't know how it's been where you guys are, but lots of rain here. My grass is like a foot and a half long because I haven't been able to mow it. And uh, so instead I recorded the podcast intro. And that's enough rambling. Let's uh, get into the episode. Oh, and one last thing. We recorded this on my phone in Jacob's truck while we were down at the cabin. So that's why the audio sounds a little different. So now this time, let's get into the episode. Okay, we're down here at the cabin. We are sitting in our, as we've called it before, our mobile recording studio, which is uh, also doubles as Jacob's truck. And we are going to just sort of run through how our weekend's gone. It's it's Saturday evening of our, of our turkey hunting weekend. And just kind of take you guys along with how things went this weekend, what kind of uh, turkey action we got into, <clears throat> and... Uh, anything else interesting we want to talk about. So Jacob and I came down Thursday night after work and got up and hunted Friday morning. Friday morning was uh, anybody that hunted the first weekend of turkey season. I don't know if it was the whole state, but I know down here, southeastern Ohio, rain. We had The morning actually looked kind of hopeful because it was just a light rain. So we went out kind of hopeful, but uh, I know there was at least one point in the morning where it was quite a downpour. But I guess let's maybe go sequentially here, right? So we started, Jake, you and Dad went out together, right? Yeah, yeah. Dad and I went out, and Dad, or the old man as I call him, <laughs> he, uh, I can't say it's an ineffective way to hunt turkey, but he has a unique way to hunt turkey. If they're not gobbling, he's not hunting them. Um, he wants the birds to be talking. He does not sit still. That's just how he's always hunted them. I think that's how a lot of people hunt them. Though. Yeah. Like if... He doesn't. He has little to no interest in setting up and calling a turkey in that's not gobbling. So we um, kind of did run and gun all the spots he knew of. We kind of just bounced around. 
Because that's the most exciting way, right? Like, if they're goblin, and you're calling them, and they're responding, like, that's it, man. That's that's the hot setup. But if they're not doing that, like... And that's where I struggle, too, is, like, if they're not goblin, then I'm, I'm kind of lost. Like, I'm just... I just feel like I'm wandering around the woods or driving from spot to spot and hit the call and no response. And, you know, so that was, that was your guys' Friday. I, I got a little action. So I, you guys have heard us talk before, like our cabin is down in the bottom of a valley. And so on either side of the road, we can hunt. And so I went all the way down to the end of the road and basically you can walk the ridge from, you know, if you drive up to the top, you can walk the ridge back to our cabin, basically. And so I, that's what I did. And if you followed on stories, I, I did, I hit, um, sort of mid-morning, I hit a crow call and had a gobble, you know, had a, a gobbler respond. When I figured out sort of where that turkey was, it was way on private, so I sort of turned around and continued on my way. When I got back down this way, there's a there's a field up above our cabin across the street and I sort of snuck my way out there and I did see two turkeys out there and so I stood there for a while and watched them to try to figure out what they were cuz I could from where I was I, I couldn't see a beard initially so I watched them for a little bit and then I did see that one had a beard and so I was trying to sneak closer to the field edge cuz I had I called a little bit and it didn't run away, it didn't spook them, but I also, it, you know, they weren't coming any closer to the edge of the woods. And so I was trying to sneak closer and closer and closer to the field edge to where if they did wander by where I was, I would have a clear shot. And at some point through all of this, I had lost track of where the tom was. I I, I, I don't know if I said, I, I, I did eventually identify that there was a, a hen and a tom is what was out in the field. And, uh, I was getting closer, getting closer, and I could see the hen, and I had lost track of where the tom was. She was facing directly away from me, feeding, and, uh, I'm sneaking closer, sneaking closer. All of a sudden, she takes off running, and I looked to my right, and as I was sneaking closer to the field, I apparently moved into a gap to where the tom could see me, and he, I'm sure he saw me moving in there, and that was that. They, they took off running and that was pretty much, uh, it was around 11, 11, 15 or something on Friday. And that was basically more or less the end of my hunting on Friday. And then, uh, we did some chores and stuff around the cabin that day, cleared up in the afternoon. And then Jeff, you came down Friday night. Right. Yep. And so we all then went out and hunted Saturday morning, this morning. Like I said, this is Saturday evening. And I don't have much to add on this, <laughs> at this point. I, sort of like we talked, you know, run and gun, trying to get a bird to gobble. And I can't say that I didn't see a turkey today. I saw one run across the road. I saw a hen run across the road. And I did jump a hen when I was coming down out of the woods at one point. But I never heard a gobble. I was... I didn't even, you know, we were talking earlier, I, I never really even saw any turkey sign. Like, I never saw turkey tracks. I think I only saw one little area where there was some scratching going on, so I, I don't know. And I even went over and tried a new 
not new, like we know this piece of public ground is over there, but we don't usually hunt it. And uh, nothing. I was hopeful for today because it was a nice day, you know, sunny, it was cool. I figured for sure they would be gobbling after sort of being rained in yesterday, but uh, no luck. So, Jake, you had a little bit of a yeah. excitement first thing this First morning. thing in the morning, yeah, I thought, I was hopeful also. Because, you know, I sat through the rain the day before on Friday. So then this morning, my dad and I, again, he was basically calling for me. Because if you've listened to previous episodes, I've never shot a turkey. Um, so he was going to be my call man so I could just focus on shooting. Um, and we went up uh, on a piece of, it's a guy we know that lives down here on his property. So it's private. He's got like a field old field that's not actively being used up behind his house and I'd seen turkey up there before in years past I jumped hens out of the field when deer hunting and stuff like that so I know turkeys are kind of in the neighborhood um, so I told you know I told my dad hey I want to go up here and try that this morning uh, we went up there and it was like textbook I mean we were up there right when there were we weren't there before they came off the limb because we didn't know exactly where they were, so it wouldn't have really done us that much of a benefit. I didn't know where they were roosting exactly. Um, but we got up there, and no sooner did we get pretty much to where we wanted to be, and there was a turkey gobbling. Did you have to... Were you calling to it at that point, or it just started gobbling on its own? Uh, I think it was just gobbling on its own. I mean, Dad might have done one sequence. I mean, we weren't even set up yet at any right, okay. I mean, we were still walking. So he might have made a couple noises. Yeah. Just pulled it out of his pocket and, you know, hit the calls a couple times and um but there was not certainly not much in the way of calling. And he was gobbling and he was a good ways off. So then we at that point kind of stood still and dad kept making some calls and it sounded like he started getting a little closer, so then we hurried up and tried to find a setup. And where we picked to set up wasn't good, really. No, it's hindsight, you know. You got a turkey goblin and you're trying not to mess it up. You just pick the best spot you could find. Um, but hindsight, it wasn't that good of a spot. But we sat there and, you know, I was right on the field edge and my dad tucked in behind me a little bit and just kept, you know, doing different calling sequences and calling and calling and that. Tom was fired up, gobbling, 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 but it sounded like he was hung up. He wasn't coming any closer. He didn't go silent at that point. He was just still gobbling, but he wasn't closing the distance. Where was he in relation to, like, was he below you? Was he on the same sort of elevation as you? He was or below me on the other ridge. Like, the field runs the top of the ridge. Right. And we were... On the right or left side on of the, the field? Basically, on the right side of the field, if you're looking from... It's a long, narrow field, basically. We're on the right side of the field. I mean, the field is only 40 yards across. You could shoot across the whole field. Um, but it's got, like, a little hill because it's on top of the ridge. So if you're sitting on one side of the field, you can't really see the other side in terms of turkey. Right. Because yeah. they would be below the terrain. You know, their heads might pop up. But, um, so I was on the right side of the field. He was on the left side down below of the field. Um, so he was just gobbling, gobbling, gobbling. So then we decided to, 
I mean, this is probably 20 minutes of him just gobbling. And, and there gobbling. is an old fence down there, so it yeah. could have been something. Yeah. With... There's an old fence, because um, it used to be used for cattle and stuff in yeah. prior lifetime. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's an old barbed wire fence, but it's, I mean, it's got gaps in it and trees yeah. have fallen on it. But anyone who knows turkey don't deal with obstacles well. Um, so he was hung up on something down there. He wasn't closing the distance. Um, so we decided to make a move and try and get to the left side of this field so we could look down into the, over the ridge that he was on. Uh, but we obviously didn't want to just go straight over and, you know, make it a big scene. So we tried to go down the field and kind of wrap around past where he was. Um, cause like I said, when we walked into the field, it sounded like he was to the left and almost all the way at the back of the field. By the time we had called for 20 minutes, he was probably halfway up the field, almost parallel to where we were sitting, but he was just down below and couldn't get up to us. Um, so we worked down. He went farther into the field? Further into the field, three quarters of the way towards the end of the field, and then crossed over the field to the left side. Okay. And set up and then tried to call him kind of, because we were on the same side now as him, tried to call him back to us. Uh, but no sooner did we set up on that side of the field, and he completely went silent. So all we can assume is that we spooked him, busted him out of there. Um, never saw him. He never flew off or made a big scene about leaving, but he went totally silent. Never made another noise. Yeah. Um, kept calling, kept calling. There was another turkey goblin way off. No idea where it even was in terms of it, not on property we can hunt. Um don't think it was even responding to the calls. I mean, it was far off, but there was another turkey that kept firing off. And we decided after another 20 minutes, probably of sitting there, trying different calling, trying not calling, trying different things, crow call or whatever, you know, different stuff. Um, never heard from that turkey again. And we decided to move on and try something else. So and at that point, did you, you didn't really get onto any other turkeys at that point or no not i mean that was i was very hopeful because like i said it started the morning off and that turkey was gobbling and so at that point we just kind of threw our hands up and said well we'll find another one yeah. turkeys are gobbling today yeah um but that was the last real opportunity real gobble we heard i mean we heard a couple faint distant gobbles um we were walking a four-wheeler path and we busted a hen out that actually held really tight like we she was very very close to us when she flushed yeah um surprisingly i've never had a turkey stay that hold that tight i don't i didn't look to investigate i don't know if maybe she had a nest there i don't no idea but she flushed out of there pretty quick but it that's was, a good point i it seems like it would be early but maybe not yeah. i mean i don't know because you're right like because you said it like Five ten feet yeah. from her when she yeah she was jumped. five yeah ten feet at the most when she busted out of there it was enough to startle me yeah um, which is we had it was kind of funny because we had just I don't know ten minutes earlier flushed another bird that we're pretty sure was a grouse of some sort um, wasn't big enough to be a turkey yeah but it was a large bird that flushed kind of like a grouse would. So we were talking, you know, oh, grouse will scare you to death. You know, they hold pretty tight. And then next thing we knew, there was a <laughs> turkey we flushed 10 feet away, and that made me jump. Yeah. Um, but that was a hen. And there was one other hen that we 
We're actually just standing on a field edge, getting ready to kind of start our way down a ridge, and we were talking about our game plan, where we're going to head, how we want to work this ridge, and weren't even making any calls or just talking, you know, quietly between the two of us, and there was a hen that started clucking. She couldn't have been more than 20 yards away. She was just on the other side of some brush. We couldn't see her. So we tried to set up real quick behind a bush in this field, hoping that she had a tom with her. But she never made another noise, never saw or heard from any other turkey. So hmm. Did a couple setups. Once it got later in the day and we realized the birds actually weren't gobbling, we just got lucky. Um, and a couple other setups with decoy, you know, whatever, trying different stuff. Yeah. Uh, a couple deer, saw a couple deer walk by, but no other turkeys. Yeah. I saw a couple deer and two turtles today. And so you haven't heard much from Jeff because as we've said, you know, he's the hunting mofo on this podcast <laughs> and Jeff has a story to tell. So I haven't I haven't heard the whole story. So and I would imagine if you follow us on social you'll probably have seen the pictures and stuff by now, but Jeff take take it away. So uh this morning I got up and the past 4 or 5 years um I've hunted the same ridge top. There always seems to be toms up there. So uh I Headed up there first thing this morning. So this is this is uh, on our again on our road that our cabin's on. Sort not even halfway. I guess uh, how do I describe it? It's not halfway down the road, but it's a ways down the road on the right side of the road versus the left. You know, Jake, you and I have kind of been focusing on the left side of the road, Jeff is on the right side of the road. So just to kind of give you some spatial relation, right? It so it might be, I don't know, is it a mile down the road? Not even. It might be a mile. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Might not but be. But you went mile. you went all the way up on top? Yeah, I went all the way up on top. Okay. Um there's a couple of different sets of pines up there, some old oak trees. So it's just kind of a a real turkey kind of place, you know. It's the kind of place you'd expect to see some turkey. So I set up there, you know, at daybreak, uh, called, you know, on and off all morning. Well, not all morning, but, uh, called on and off till about, I don't know, eight, eight thirty. And were you hearing anything at that point or I, gobbles way far off okay. in, in the distance? And I heard one hen, I don't know what the, the technical term is for it, but when when hens are waking up, when they're coming out of the roost, sometimes they, they do some rapid-fire vocalizations. Like a fly-down cackle or something? Yeah, yeah, it's probably, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like, the, the cackling and, you know, it's just rapid-fire yeah, yeah. vocalizations. I heard that um, coming from one of the sets of pines. That was it. So it was pretty slow morning for me. Uh, so then I decided that I would start working my way down the ridge, just kind of calling to see what I could hear. And, so uh, farther down the road, not, yeah, or, or back toward the cabin? Farther down. The farther road. down. Okay. Yeah. So 
I go down, um, there's another set of pines down there. I was in those pines and, uh, hearing nothing, you know, doing a lot of calling and, you know, walking and calling. Do you find that turkeys like hanging out in pines or they just use them as roost trees or? I've always, I think they use them as roost trees and I think they like the open, you know, there's not a lot of. They can see because yeah, there's yeah. the needles so, or. Tom's like them as, as a good strutting area. Okay. You know, it's an open area for them to be strutting in. Um, so yeah, I was in those pines and all of a sudden I started hearing gobbles all the way on the other side of the hollow in another set of pines over there. And so I kind of sat there for a few minutes, kind of calling and it's responding to my calls but it's it's a long way away yeah long ways away so i decide all right i'm gonna do it i'm gonna make the hike i'm gonna go all the way around and get over in those pines so, so instead I, of bombing down and back up you were you were gonna follow it around the back of the bowl or whatever the hollow yeah, and yeah. Okay. i went i went out the front to the road and then oh, okay. that okay. actually is what right. i did but and i basically ran because I, you know, there was a hot Tom and yeah. I wanted to get on it before it was, you know, got some hens or got yeah. tired of gobbling. Got to get while the getting's good. So I basically sprinted all the way around, got over to the other side, set up, started calling. Well, this Tom had switched spots with me, basically. The hillside I was on, it's on now, and I'm on the hillside it was on. <laughs> um, that that always seems to happen. I a couple years ago we were down here with our cousin, and we had the same thing. Like we were over on one side of the road calling, and we could hear Tom's on the other side of the road. And now I don't think I don't think this was a switcheroo in this instance. I think we then moved over there, and I think another Tom then the one that we were after went quiet. And now back over where we were, turkey started gobbling. So, I don't know. That, that's enough to make you crazy. But, anywho, continue. Yeah, so, uh, but it was lower on the hill. So now we're both kind of at the bottom of the hillsides. So, I decided to set up and start calling. I'm going to, because we're, we're a lot closer now to one another. Well, that turkey, I called it out off that hillside, well... In the bottom is a little flat, and it's open, you know, and it made it to that flat, and it wasn't coming out. It, it, you know, wanted me to come to it. It was down there strutting. You know, I was only maybe 60, 70 yards away. I could see it down there. Okay. And it, it wasn't coming out. Um, and the crows were just bullying it. I mean, just going crazy, you know, dive bombing it, and, you know, oh, just wow. really, really getting after it. So it got fed up with that and ran out of the flat and stopped gobbling. So I kind of, you know, moved and set up out in front of where it was kind of going. So you're... At, at that point, before you moved, you were on the left side of the flat and it was on the right side of the, like if you're looking back in or. Uh, yeah, I was on the left hill side 
it was on the right hillside. Okay. And then it went down to the flat. All right. So, but then I... And so when it when the crows chased it out of the field, it went back up onto the right side? It went, yeah, back, back the hollow and back right. Okay. So I went further back the hollow and set up, started calling again, and, uh was calling, and it was gobbling, and then, uh, I heard it, like, kind of fly away, like, you know, made a big ruckus, and kind of stopped gobbling, so at this point, I kind of figured, all right, I've harassed this Tom enough right now, I'm gonna give it some time to cool off, and I'm gonna go up the hill and see if I can get on a different bird. You know, because this one seemed to be wise to me. It wasn't, you know. What do you think the the big ruckus was? Like, you you think it maybe flew across something or... Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't sure if, it, like, a stick fell or if, uh... Uh... It, yeah, it flew, flew away something, you know, it startled it flew away. I wasn't okay. really sure at this point what it was. Okay. Um, but I worked my way all the way up the hill, walked out the ridge over there, didn't hear a thing. So, uh, and I, I walked out that ridge to probably about 10, 10 o'clock and then, uh, decided to come back down and I was going to go up the other side of that hollow back up to where I originally started basically um where i heard the first gobbles because okay. that's kind of where that tom ended up going so i walk all the way back down the ridge and i'm starting to go back up the other side and uh there's a four-wheeler path i jump a turkey out of this four-wheeler path um and it didn't really like it kind of busted its way through the brush like it didn't fly away it just kind of like busted and flopped and like so it didn't run but it didn't like it kind of half flew yeah yeah it kind of half flew like through the brush i see yeah it didn't really go very far well the noise of that uh turkey doing that had startled another tom that was back down in the bottom. So I went back down the hill and set up on that tom. What do you mean startled it? Like it gobbled? Because yeah, of... yeah, I think it shot gobbled. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like it, it shot gobbled, sorry. Yeah, so I set up on that tom. I went back down the hill and set up on that tom. I called, and it just nothing was happening. You know, quiet. So you could see that turkey? I When I was up on the hill, I could see it. Okay. So then I, when I went down in the bottom, I couldn't see it anymore. I didn't know where it was at. So uh, I set up and I called for a little while and nothing ever happened. So I then decided, okay, I'm going to head back up this hill to where I was when I heard the first gobble. So I got up to where I had jumped the turkey out of the path and kind of was like, well, I'm going to kind of follow where that turkey went. 
you know, like, go that way and kind of see, like, what it was doing. Like, why it kind of, you know, flew slash, you know, ran away like that. Well, uh, I kind of was following that, and all of a sudden, I see the turkey again. I see the red head of a tom, and it does, like, kind of the little, like, short fly thing, and then it spreads its wings out, like, short fly slash stumble, and then it spreads its wings out and glides down to the bottom. So Um, how close was it when you saw it? How close, how uh, close were you to the turkey? Very close, uh, maybe 15 yards at the most. Okay. So, it had, it put its wings out and glided down to the bottom. So I went back down to the bottom and tried to call it again. Now, you you kind of backed back out the way you would come in, or you just followed where... No, I backed out the way I came in. Okay. And went back down to the bottom and tried calling, because I thought maybe, you know, I had busted a couple of birds up, and they're going to want to try to meet back up. Right, okay. So I was calling, and I could see this tom in that bottom, and it's moving around in the bottom, and it's moving weird. You know, kind of like when it was walking, it was like putting its wings down. Like, oh, strange. You know, and it would kind of like just move weird. Like it would flap its wings when it was walking. Okay. And it's like, just, just weird. But yeah, it, it, uh, it never came closer to me and it kind of had worked its way down over, uh, a little knoll in that bottom. So I decided, okay, I'm gonna try to creep over there and, you know, see if I can get closer and maybe pop up over that knoll. And it'd be right there and shoot it. Right. So I creep over there and I, you know, pop up over that knoll, like look over it. And the turkey's not where I thought it was. So then I'm kind of like, oh, you know, where to go? And I looked to my left and there it was, like 10 yards away. Oh, wow. To my left. Very close. Um, so I pulled the gun up and shot it. Uh, so, so so do you think you called it in or it it was just in the field and you happened to kind of sneak up on it or? I think it was just in the field and I just kind of happened to sneak up on it. Okay. And so it went down. Yeah. Yeah. Turkey down. Yep. Uh, when I got up to the turkey, I discovered why it was moving so strangely it had had a broken leg um i think it got spurred by another tom fighting and it broke its leg yeah because we looked at that and it i mean it was definitely broken and there was kind of there was a wound there of sorts you know where like the and I don't know, even know if you would call it skin or whatever, but like the flesh or whatever had been 
cut away or scraped away or something there, right? Yeah. Like it was, and so yeah, I wonder. I, w- I would imagine that's has something to do with why you were able to get so close to it so many times, right? I mean, yeah, you yeah, should be. I, other than the one Jacob about stepped on, usually you're not going to get that close to a turkey. Yeah, I think it was holding tight because yeah. it it couldn't run away. It it that wasn't an option. It only had the option of flying away. So we uh, it was a pretty big turkey. I mean, we didn't we don't have a scale down here, but I mean, like weight wise, it was a heavy turkey, and mm-hmm. so. Here we sit Saturday night, and out of the group of us, uh, that's our only turkey. So that was that. We the, uh, the spurs were crazy on that turkey. Long spurs. Did you yeah. ever measure them? Uh, yeah, yeah. They were, you know, I, to be generous, I would say an inch and a half. Um, they were long spurs. They, they were probably a little bit less than an inch and a half, but you know, they they were. They were pretty close yeah. to, you know, if they weren't an inch and a half, they were, they were pretty close. Yeah. So that was cool though. That was exciting, especially cause I, you know, like we've said, I don't know. I feel like we've said it like a million times. We don't get great cell service down here. So you never really know who's got what, or if anybody's got anything when you come back to the cabin. So it was nice to come for me, you know, after kind of getting my tail handed to me, you know, I come back to the cabin and uh kind of bummed out and Jeff had a turkey so that was that was all good and then uh got the turkey taken care of had lunch and then we uh worked on firewood basically the rest of the evening get that ready for uh for deer season this fall so anything else exciting you guys saw today that you want to touch on you guys are going to hunt some more tomorrow all right Tomorrow yeah. morning. Assuming yeah. this rain stops. Yeah. We're sitting in uh, Jake's truck and it's raining. So if you can hear the relaxing pitter-patter of the rain outside, that's what it is. I found a little shed today. That was cool. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That was two, three-point shed. Just, yeah. It had two points. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of the exciting thing, though, was, Jeff, you were saying, like, just the just the barely the tip of it was sticking out of the it was in the water or something it was in like a mud puddle yeah okay like pushed down in the mud and then yeah yeah just the tip was sticking out and i what i thought it was originally was like some sort of mushroom so i was looking at it like you know that's a weird mushroom and then realized that's not a mushroom that's an antler speaking of mushrooms you found some morels today yeah yeah i found two morels yeah that was Cool as well. The one was right in the deer trail. Huh. You know, and so I almost stepped on it and then I looked around for more in that area and, you know, maybe, I don't know, four foot away underneath a log kind of that was there. There was another one. Yeah. So. That's cool. All right. So anything else you guys... I know I asked you that already, but I'm giving you a second chance at a last call. Nothing? Nothing for me. Let's hope this rain stops so we can get out again in the morning. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm... I'm not coming back to the cabin to hunt for turkeys, but I might try to get out to Grandpa's farm or something and and 
chase turkeys a little bit. I, uh, I hate to just give up on my tag, especially after not ever really getting, the game. getting close, you know, yeah. it's, uh, it's kind of a bummer, but that's the way it goes, you know, it's hunting, not shopping. Yeah. So, all right. Well, if there's nothing else, then we'll sign off. Appreciate everybody listening. And, uh, hopefully you guys are having better luck than Jacob and I are. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff got one, but, uh, which was mostly luck. Well, <laughs> sometimes a little luck is all you need. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we're going to shut it off, head back into the cabin, and uh, probably go to sleep here so we can get up and get after the birds tomorrow. So, all right. Thanks, everybody. Mm-hmm.